0: Welcome to Talk Tennis, a podcast created specifically for you, the tennis fanatic. Join us each week as we work to elevate your game both on and off the court. We will deliver fresh episodes to keep you up to date with tennis trends and technologies, as well as exclusive interviews with industry experts, current and former pros, and so much more. Here's your host, Michelle.
1: Welcome to Talk Tennis. Troy is joining me today so we can talk all about the ATV Tour for 2023. What's up?
0: What's up? It's a new year. New Last year. year went same us. Too fast. <laughs> Roger left us. Roger's
1: gone. Uh, I we think, gotta move on. No. I, I think know. this is officially the first Grand Slam without Roger. Even though he did not play the US Open at t- at the time of the US Open, we still thought he could play the Australian. Yeah. And like, we have some good memories. Roger matches in the middle of the night. I'll never forget that Roger Rafa match. The, texting uh, the group text, the T-dub group text in the middle of the night, and they all fell asleep. No it one the was up. 17 Aussie
0: yeah. that, the 2017, Ozzy, or the with... one. 2017,
1: the black and the white. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. Rafa was wearing green, right? Yeah. Right? right,
0: yeah. <laughs> or the Rafa was in the black and white, Roger was in the emerald.
1: Or was it reverse? Was it Roger wearing white and black? Because I have sure, the skirt. Uh,
0: maybe it was, but I want to say Rafa was in the white top too. Or okay, something.
1: yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay.
0: I know for sure when they ended up in uh, was it Miami? Roger had the green, right? Versus yes, curios. yes, yeah. yes,
1: yes. And then, oh yeah, I remember all those big RF. Lo- oh wow, that was when he was with Nike still. Yeah, yeah. and those Vapor Knits were oh, like super man. cool shoes. Yeah. And then wow. speaking about
0: Kyrios, he's not playing Aussie.
1: What the heck? I can't. I can't. I'm, I, he her, can't. I feel.
0: I feel for him. It's. It's. A, it sounds like it's not. It's a torn meniscus, you know, which. I know things definitely could be worse, like ACLs and stuff like that, but
1: it sounds like this
0: has been lingering, and hey, you know?
1: You know what? I will give you that. He pulled out the United Cup, so he obviously wasn't 100%, Yeah, but just you know with his antics going into tournaments you're like okay he's ready he's gonna back it up he started running his mouth saying if he won the Australian Open he was gonna retire and like all that and then Aussie Open starts for like three matches deep and then he just press conference with his trainer right?
0: Yeah his guy that like does his physios massages and stuff Yeah
1: so okay okay okay. you know what though I wish (laughs) maybe I don't wish I kind of wish like someone like ESPN would hire him and it's like, then we get to hear what he has to say. <laughs> right. They might have to put a delay on. <laughs> yeah, But why not? Cause he can be such
0: a fun guy. Like the way he like, you know, his buds on the tour. And like,
1: yeah. I, I struggle with him cause I like him and then he does something silly and I don't like him, but he he did some funny exhibitions. Honestly. I mean,
0: yeah. It's like, I just want the guy to be happy. I don't know the guy. And if like, you know, like they talk about in the, um, which we're talking about the Netflix series. Yes. Breakpoint. Um, you know, yeah. Maybe he doesn't have a full schedule and whatnot. And that's his life.
1: Yeah. I know so many
0: people that love the sport, see how good he is, see how great he potentially maybe could be, but he's just a human being, man. Just like if he doesn't want to play a full season, Let the guy do what he wants. Oh, I agree. You know, and let him find his own inner peace and his own happiness. That's all I really want for the guy. Yeah. I don't want him to try to have to be anything he's not. And Yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe, yeah, it is a slight bummer to tennis that, like, man, he could be competing for these slams just like he showed us in Wimbledon. Yeah. But, you know... Like I said, I always use a stupid analogy, but not everybody's built like Rafa and not everybody's right. built like Roger. Right. We're just so used to seeing that, you know? No,
1: totally. And I kind of was hoping, not really, but kind of that like with Roger taking that abbreviated schedule a couple of years back, that maybe that could be like a more normal thing for players because we do see the season It is such a freaking grind. Like, and as someone that watches sports, like yeah. you're pretty into sports, like how sad are you every time like NFL's over? Oh, yeah. Major League Baseball's over. Basketball's over. You're like, oh, my God, what do I do now?
0: It sucks for us as fans. Yeah, I'm a big Aaron Rodgers fan as quarterback. (laughs) But, you know, Tom Brady's the great – or any any of those sports. Any other sport other than tennis, the ones that have seasons. And, yeah, they're putting in work in the offseason. But, like, you hear these top-level quarterbacks talking about, like, yeah, I need my few months in the offseason to unwind. It's
1: the mental break.
0: And it makes me – give even more respect to the tennis players and give even more thought that they get like a month or a month and a half off. Like they're not even getting the months that these NBA players or these NFL players are getting to be at home with their family.
1: It's crazy. And
0: it's like, then it makes me side even more with like the curio schedule or even the schedule that Rafa's had to take in certain years with his injuries and stuff. It's like, damn, maybe we should rethink the way it's spread out.
1: I, well, even this year, it was like, I think I noticed that it was a solid three weeks off for some players if they were not going straight to play the first tournament of the year. But that meant they were not playing the first tournament of the year, which, like, that's not necessarily... You know, you want to get your feet wet. You want to get acquainted with, you know, I don't know. But three weeks is not that long. Right.
0: <laughs> and I mean, I know this is another different sport, but me and my buddies are big into the UFC mm-hmm. and fight sports. And it's like, these guys are maybe taking a couple fights a year. And I mean, they're taking beatings to the head and different things oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah. you can't fathom in other sports, maybe, except for maybe like head, like football co- collisions, but like, they definitely have their spread out schedule and time to contemplate and time to like the downtime. Whereas like a lot of these players in tennis are like losing matches, losing heartbreaking matches. Like we talk about the Medvedev last year (laughs) up two sets or I even talk about like the CC boss French when he lost to Djokovic up two sets. These are like devastating, heartbreaking. And then like, Two weeks weeks later, oh, let's go play on the grass. It's it's done with. Yeah, Let's just sweep it under the rug, and it's, like, tough, you know? Uh,
1: Not just the mental thing, too. Something that I've noticed, and maybe, again, it's watching Breakpoint, and we really got to see, like, a bit more of an insider's view into the tour and, like, behind the scenes, kind of like the stuff behind the stadium that you don't necessarily always get to see. But the physicality of it, because I know as a college player, like, the off season was always when you could build your muscle and it was like more time in the weight room. And yeah, you're also working on speed, but you're working on strength. But then once season came, it was more about like maintaining health and like, you know, working on your speed and your quick reactions and stuff like that. But all of a sudden, and again, I don't know if this is a shift or whatnot, but like I'm seeing players in the gyms at the tournaments doing weight training like, serious weight training, like, deadlifts. And, you know, like, they're – and, like, then you think of those three weeks. I know there's a player that we sponsor that does, like, this insane preseason, and she's always, like, running, biking, this, lifting heavy, swimming, like, everything. And I'm thinking, okay, so if they're really working so physically hard for three weeks, but they're mentally supposed to be off, but how are you mentally off if you're, like, training your butt off? And then they get to a tournament, and you still have – the freaking physicality side of it. Yeah. And, I mean, even as a play tester, sometimes we just need to not touch a racket. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: I don't know. That's my small rant. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, mentally, I don't know how they do it physically. I don't know.
0: I know we were kind of talking about this earlier, but speaking of the Netflix series, to yes. my point, and one thing that came up in the office was, the whole Rafa antics like yeah. in the hallway before, you <laughs> we know, and he's like,
1: about those.
0: <laughs> like, well, I just knew what? that, I knew that he was very much like in your face and like right next to the person. Like the one that always comes up is the time, I think it was maybe Berattini or yes. I forget who it was. And he's like in the hallway and he hits his head on the <laughs> he roof. Like, like he's so like, <laughs> yeah. am, you know, and it like, and Mark uh, Boone, the play tester, we were talking and like, he's like, oh, that's pretty intimidating for him to be like, almost like flaunting, but that, it's but so
1: intimidating. He's so
0: like in I know it's tunnel vision. He
1: doesn't care. Yeah. But it, it was it was wild to watch, and may, and that's what I think I was saying is wild to watch. He, they show it with FAA. They show it with a few players, but FAA in particular, he's just at the point he's just hired Uncle Tony. It's right at the French. He. He's playing against Rafa and Rafa comes out there and just starts doing his sprints. He's got his racket in his hand. And you literally see FAA like look at Rafa and then like look down to his bag and like, should I be doing that? And then even to the point where like, I think he said, when do we go on? And they're like, oh, 30 seconds. And then he's like, oh, okay." But you can already see he's in his head. He is in his head. He was already in his head. But the second he saw Rafa.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then, like, maybe if it's, like, a Novak final between Rafa and Rafa. Oh, my gosh. Novak's like, oh, this shit again. But, like, I'm just kidding. No, seriously. But, like, talking about the mental side, like, Rafa's so focused, warrior, ready to go out there for battle. And he's just, like, pumped up, doing his thing in the hallways. And then I'm thinking, like, I've seen – I forget which final it was. Maybe U.S. or Australian where Rafa lost. I don't know. It might have been, like, the one where he lost to Roger in 17. Or it might have been one of the long – Epic ones where he lost to Novak, and Novak's, like, had his number on hard courts for, Mm -hmm. like, a long time. But Rafa, like, literally as soon as he got through the doors into the hallway and, like, ESPN had their camera on him, he's, like, hands in his face. He's just, like, bawling. Like, just shaking. You can see him crying. Like, to go from that to that to defeat, you know? But Rafa's one of the... Probably the, the best of all time, competitiveness-wise, just about. I mean, just putting everything into it. And then at that moment, it's just like letting it all like, oh, my God. I just right. did everything I could and lost. I, I, yeah. That, so there's like the extremes. That's yeah, like,
1: it's crazy. Um, ugh, It's crazy. And then also to be that player that's lost, I think, what, three times at Roland Garros? Three times. Yeah. Three. Most people have lost, if they've been on tour for 10 years, 10 times. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's insane. I don't know. And I know. think that's
0: why a guy like him when he, whoever his, his victim is at the tournament, oh, whoever man. whoever he decides to be, or ends up beating that year, like he, he's so compassionate and knows, because he knows what it's like on the other end, you know? Yeah. Just like Roger and just like Novak. Those three have. Just fought each other for so long, and then you even someone like I feel so much for Andy Murray. You know, oh,
1: like. I know. Oh my gosh, I know. I've, yeah, his documentary was so crazy yeah. too. That it's which again shows the physicality and the mental side of everything. It's oh, it's talk wild. about physicality.
0: That guy, that guy, Andy's a is like the epitome. beast yeah. in
1: the best way. Yeah, uh, these guys. Yeah, it's it's definitely. I don't know. I don't even know. <laughs>
0: And Andy is like and – there's so many like storylines and things I'm thinking of. But like Andy's like the epitome of like fitness and just look at the guy. He looks like he's like a boxer.
1: I know. Just so
0: trim and his legs are like trunks. Right. But then for him to also be like so delicate at this time in his age where he knows he has the metal hip. And yeah. he knows when he goes through bag check at, <laughs> in the airport, like it's going to go off. Like yeah. for him to just be so physical and such a – great competitor but to also be so delicate and for him to know like any, a given, bomb right now. any given second He's like might be his last yeah match, you he know.
1: admitted that that's wild and like to put it out to go to a tournament and say you're going to play and commit and put it all out on the line and basically know that this could be your last tournament because you might not be able to ever like step foot on a court again because you might be so injured yeah can you imagine thinking that way i don't know I don't know. And then that's where I guess I have to have more empathy and sympathy for someone like Curios. Cause if he, you know, is really listening to his body and if he came out on court and played and, you know, was out for the rest of the year, that would be a bummer too. So.
0: See, you're lighting them you're, you're, you're lighting up, you're
1: up you know. <laughs> Nick, I don't know. And then I, you're
0: like Dave Goggins. Like,
1: yeah, stay hard. <laughs> stay hard. <laughs> stay hard. Um, Speaking of staying hard, I don't know. Let's talk about the men. They're, ugh, it's it's funny. I am getting older. I know this. And tennis has been my life. But looking through the draws, both the men's and the women's, you there's for sure a changing of a guard vibe. At least for me. I'm looking through and I'm like...
0: Until Novak wins again. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. (laughs) True,
1: true. But um, there's a lot of names that are newer to me or are, you know, younger. And though it is funny because we always kind of compare these next gen players to the Rafa and the Roger and the Djokovic because no one has actually done what those players have done at that age. Yeah. So, you know, FA, you're already twenty one. Yeah. You you missed and that nineteen year old grand slam. But like, yeah. <laughs> you know,
0: it's like he you know, a kid like him that's so talented, definitely hard worker, but like it's tough because, like, what did Rafa? What well, was Rafa already winning? Like right. a couple slams by his age, you know, or yeah. even like Roger when he broke through. Was well, how old was he when he beat? I don't when he won his first Wimbledon.
1: No, he must have been young though. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But yeah.
0: like. It's tough because they're trying to live up to the, oh, you should be here by now. And it's like, yeah. oh, I don't know. Look at Taylor Fritz. He's kind of coming into his own. And what is he, yeah. like 24?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So maybe you know. it's not fair that we're we're judging them based on <laughs> the previous, yeah. you know, guardsmen <laughs> of yeah. the ATP. However, they're going to have, they have big shoes to fill.
0: Yeah. But just thinking of the youngsters and I was like kind of teaching my buddy uh, Jose that works here yeah. about a young guy, the one that just played Rafa last night, but yeah. we were watching him in warm-up tournaments, uh, Draper.
1: Yeah. Chris really Um, likes him.
0: Big I mean, he's British. Yeah. (laughs) And he's promising, man. He's a really good player. Yeah. But two, two players, and this is another one, American, that's not in the near the ranking of Draper yet, but two big serving lefties, Draper and Ben Shelton. Yes. The American NCAA champ. That's like pretty promising. I mean, like he's huge serving lefty. I think maybe Draper's backhand's probably a bigger weapon right now. Okay. But Ben hits the forehand pretty heavy. Big. So big lefty. It's cool to see like a, a big, tall lefty. We've seen all these big, tall servers, but haven't yeah. been a big,
1: tall. Wait, was Milos lefty?
0: No. No, no. no. Um, but like, yeah, it's kind of cool, those those two guys.
1: Well, there was a cool stat that someone put on one of the socials that Ben Shelton, a year ago, was ranked 327, I think, and getting ready for his – did he play? Or he might have
0: even been like – in the 600 or something like that, not too long ago. And
1: didn't he play college tennis last yeah. spring? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he played college tennis last spring. And then f- to see him in the main draw at the Australian Open, it is, when it works, it works. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's not easy, but he's got a, his story is really cool. Is his dad traveling with him? Or is his I'm dad not sure. still coaching? I think his dad
0: might still be in Florida. Okay,
1: so yeah, he's definitely been fun to watch. And we can talk about his gear too. Yeah. Um, right off the bat, what racket does he use? So
0: he's been with Yonex when he was at uh, Florida. Florida. He But he used to use the V Pro. Okay. The old version, the green one. Uh huh. And I believe it was the 1820.
1: Okay, that makes sense. For so a lots big guy of control. Needs some control. But then
0: just in the last summer, or since last summer, he switched to the E Zone.
1: Oh, interesting. So I think he's
0: in an E Zone 98 or 98 Tour. Okay. Something I can that. see that though. Um. So maybe you just want a little more pop, a little mm-hmm. easier power. Yeah. I mean, what, it serves huge.
1: What does he string with?
0: That I'm not a hundred percent sure. Can't remember the color of it. I don't know if it's okay. like a, a yonic string. If it's the poly strike, yeah, or, I'm not sure either. might be poly pro. Yeah. Or who knows? The college guys. It might be Selinka. Yeah, <laughs> not right. Sure it's like, <laughs> but the color of it, I can't recall.
1: Um. And then we were talking. He's.
0: I Want to say maybe he was with the red string back in the day.
1: Red string or so, orange?
0: So or orange, yeah. So it could be like Poly Fire, Poly Rev, or maybe back in the day it was something. Go I don't know.
1: Yeah, and then he's wearing New Balance. He seems to fit that brand w- well.
0: Yeah, it was like last year when he when he was in college, he was Nike shoes, I think, because Florida, and he was like in between the. I remember one match, he was playing like a F- challenger or futures or something. And he switched from, like, a Vapor X to a React Vapor NXT in the same match because one of them, <laughs> like, he probably burned a hole in it. Yeah. And then not too long after, I think, New Balance kind of picked him up and he was wearing Loves and started wearing, like, New Balance apparel.
1: Yeah. then he's But then he's been, see,
0: he's been seen in the exhibition trying out uh, Roger the on Roger, Roger, Roger shoes. shoes. And they're
1: cool. Because they kind of have like an RF. Have you seen them up close? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, those are cool. So um, definitely looks like a player that like appreciates a little extra stability from a pair of shoes and durability. Yeah. But it's funny looking at him, looking at some of these guys, they do still look so young. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, wait, <laughs> you are yeah. the next gen. But that's awesome. Um before we get too deep into anything, let's talk about some of the players. And I know Alcaraz is not playing.
0: I know. That's a bummer.
1: And I'm bummed, too, which means he will lose his number one spot, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Especially when Novak wins a tournament.
1: <laughs> hey, I picked Novak. To win, so. I know, right? It's like
0: he's playing pretty much. I
1: can't see anyone beating him. five? I, my heart would, I was going to pick Tiafo, but since you already took that pick, I was going to go with the head. And I, I just, I don't know. I hope Tiafo does a, he can break through. But I think Novak has a lot.
0: Yeah. And like he's level, playing level wise, unless like Rafa just catches fire or something. Um, I could see maybe the only other players that in the past have like been close would be like Medvedev. Yeah. I think CC pass is getting there. I mean obviously he was up two sets to him at the French a couple years ago. So CC Pos has the game. He just needs to I, I think know. he could
1: I you know what? I've picked Sisi pass too many times and he's let me down.
0: But I think he's like getting there. Like, I don't, I don't know. know.
1: I I hope so. He has the
0: game. He, he definitely ha- has the game. That's not even like, a question. Yeah. yeah.
1: It's the mental, I don't know. Yeah. He's playing doubles with his brother though. Well, but they go. play the first seed in the first round. Right. Oh, man, we're ju- we're just so excited for tennis so I keep jumping all over the place but even talking Anyways, gear. about Well, I was just going to say even talking about Djokovic and we've talked about Breakpoint cuz it's trending and we got to Um another player that was in it and highlighted that I'm not it's no spoilers or anything, not giving anything away, but also, someone that I kind of like now respect a little bit more, maybe, or like want to tune into a little bit more. Which and I the thought, no, nope, I thought maybe he was a little vanilla. Well, I, I've always liked him. Uh, I thought he was maybe a little vanilla, but Casper Rude.
0: Oh, I like Casper.
1: He's a cool kid.
0: I don't know like much about him like outside of tennis. Yeah, but I've liked him like since I started watching like his game. Yeah, to know that he went to the Rafa Academy. Yeah, um, I know his dad was a player. Yeah. And like,
1: but it's interesting because and his dad's his coach, and his dad like straight up is like, yeah, I got to, I think he was top forty career high, and he's like, but it's hard, and so I stopped. And then you hear Casper, and Casper's like, I modeled my game after Rafa. Yeah, I am good on clay. Yeah, and then to have watched him last year, and he's got so close a few times, and then even last week was it? No, that was someone else. Um, that was Seb, I think, but. He, um, yeah. So Casper rude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh, and he's
0: like got that mindset. Like he's definitely a. He has that like Spanish mentality. Yes. Yeah, like fight, hardworking.
1: It's pretty um, cool.
0: I know, like you know, we're talking about Curios and like. I mean, Rafa and Curios have had their beef in certain aspects. Yeah. I think Casper uh, and Curios have also had, like, oh, I can see that. conflicts on court. I
1: can see that. You
0: know, like, he takes
1: it pretty seriously. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think
0: he was something along the lines of, like, you know, like, grow up, like, <laughs> take this serious. Yeah. Same with Stevie Johnson. Stevie Johnson and Curios um, have had, like, beefs, oh, I, I think, on court. Yeah. And oh, I'm a big Stevie fan. Stevie, yes,
1: yeah. And, Casper kind of reminds me of Stevie a little bit. Like, he's the California version, maybe. No, and older, yeah. but. Definitely a uh,
0: um, better 2 it back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but. Yeah. Oh, so I
1: got to Casper from Alcaraz. So I'm going to go back. Let's talk about Alcaraz and what shoes he's wearing or has been wearing.
0: Yeah, so Algrass Yes. Yes. Um, he was last year pretty much always Vapor Pro.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And this year, I wasn't sure if he had tried the Vapor Pro 2, but for sure he's been trying the Vapor 11.
1: Yeah. And so it's, be, it's become interesting for us at least to see where these athletes go, whether they keep going into – if they go Vapor Pro to Vapor Pro 2 or Vapor Pro to Vapor 11. Yeah. Because – I mean, everyone's like, uh, curious. Because like Rublev
0: was another one that used to always be Vapor Pro and now he's trying the Vapor 11.
1: Which I think, based on our initial wares, the Vapor 11 is going to be a little more stable than yeah. the Vapor Pro 2, yeah. Right? yeah. Okay.
0: It feels a little more substantial, a little more of the stability mm-hmm. feel to it. Yeah. Maybe even a little bit more in the midsole. Cushioned. Yeah. Responsive. I wouldn't say soft, but like there's more material underfoot yeah. for sure.
1: Yes. I tried on a pair yes yesterday, well, we could say yesterday, it was Friday, um, after I was wearing the Cybersonics, and it felt a little more plush underfoot, mm-hmm. uh, the Vapor 11, but I but definitely firm, so, like, responsive, quicker to react. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, okay, enough with Alcaraz, since he's not even playing right now, but he's, oh, well, we can talk about his racket. Yeah. That Pure Arrow 98? Yeah, the Pure Arrow 98. Yeah. Yes.
0: <laughs> formerly... It was the Pure Aero VS. Now in the 2023 series, they're getting rid of the VS. Yeah. And they're calling it the Pure Aero 98. So very similar mold.
1: Yes. Very similar frame. (laughs) VS as in very similar.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. uh, (laughs) Very similar. Very (laughs) same. Not to confuse everyone. (laughs) Um, But yeah, some slight tweaks to the technology and the... The layup. flex and the layup. So a little bit softer yeah. than the VS yeah, that Which, came before it yes. and a little bit more feel, a little more dwell time.
1: Yeah. Uh, to me, I thought the VS felt a little tinny. And I don't know if that's the right word, but I firm tinny. Yeah.
0: Tinny sometimes to me also reflects like a like a hollowness. Yes. Yes. Whereas this one feels a little more plush.
1: Agreed, yes. Yeah. And
0: supposedly one of the technologies in the era has to do with like flax.
1: Flax fibers.
0: So it's like smooth. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And recycled materials. (laughs) Yeah.
0: But it is noticeable difference. No, it is noticeable. Like I've been hitting the plus arrow oh, 2023 20, a lot like it took me a while to get around to it because yeah. we've been testing so many rackets yeah. but you're like have you hit the new yeah, plus? Yeah, yeah i know you like pluses have you hit the new plus yeah. and i'm like uh not yet <laughs> chill, Michelle. Chill. i'm like oh, it's on my list and then as soon as i hit it i'm like oh yeah this is nice it's nice. like this could make i could switch from my E Zone 98 plus to this because it's more controlled filling.
1: yeah yeah did they yeah did they change the string pattern at all i mean not the actual numbers on but the like the
0: pure arrow and the Pure Aero Plus, yes, yes, it yes. Got it's tighter. tighter, right? Okay, but on the '98, I think it's the same as the VS before,
1: sixteen twenty, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That that racket reviewed quite well with our team. I know Chris really likes it too. Right. So,
0: guys, playing, he plays out. good with
1: that racket. Watch out, yeah. There's a few rackets of the, the new of the new ones, uh, the VCore '95. What I saw and what I think he's translating into like solid play, um, he's getting the tip through so fast on his backhand sorry yes Chris (laughs) he's getting the tip through so fast on his backhand and it's just like this solid fast swing and it's yeah yeah. but well let's just level play the game that we played uh on the women's side we'll go vcore 95 let's just talk the next thing that comes to mind to me there's two things but chapeau is the next one and pro two, yeah
0: Still head-to-toe Nike. Head-to-toe
1: Nike. But,
0: yeah, it's kind of cool that um, – because for a while, like last year, he was E-Zone 98. Then he was like blacked-out racket. And I wasn't sure – we weren't sure like if Yonex was going to keep him in the E-Zone or take him back to his V-Core that he was kind of endorsing for the longest time. Yeah. It seems like they've settled on the V-Core.
1: V-Core, which I think matches his game, Yeah, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's It's like very precise – the V 95, it's like very precise, but more forgiving than the previous V Core 95s. And I think that's what he was going for mm-hmm. compared to the old V 95s to the, like going to the E Zone 98 mm-hmm. was more forgiveness. But yeah. I think this new V 95 gives him a little bit more forgiveness than the old ones, that but makes not sense. as much power and maybe better feel than the E Zone 98. Okay. So, yeah.
1: That makes sense. And, and um, then did Marcos switch? He's in to the, the new one. Yeah, he's in the, new, the new one.
0: New Cosmetics for sure. New yeah, the, the new 2023 B-Core
1: 95. Nice. And then he rocks his buddy's brand.
0: Actually strings uh for strings? Yeah. Oh. No, he's actually in um he's in a hybrid now and I think he oh, I think cool. he switched Paulie's too. I forget which one he went with, but uh shoot.
1: <laughs> he went
0: I know he's he's using gut because he's looking for gut now. For his he's hybrid.
1: scrounging for gut. Yeah, he's <laughs> he
0: is like that blue steel straight. Yeah, I think he's steel. like in maybe a Salinko, maybe Confidential or something mixed with the gut. I forget it's which one. It's He's mixing okay. something else with it now. Okay. Yeah.
1: Um, Apparel wise, though, is his buddy's brand.
0: Yeah, and that's the uh, Leo. Yeah, Leo Reaver, Leo, something yeah. like that.
1: He's been rocking the tanks, the sleeveless. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And then he's still wearing caseless shoes, right?
0: Ultra Shot 3 with. Tennis Warehouse socks.
1: Nice, <laughs> that's uh-huh. and, <laughs> and T Dub trucker best. hats and yeah, T Dub those... sweatshirts. Yes. Yeah, oh man, those crew sweatshirts—they're the best.
0: I saw like a picture of him doing like a maybe like a taste of tennis type event uh-huh. where he was like behind the bar at the Australian Open. Uh-huh. You know what he was wearing? T Dub trucker hat, <laughs> T Dub sweater. That guy is I love like So Cal. <laughs>
1: He's so <chill>. So Cal. <laughs> yeah. Okay, speaking of SoCal, let's transition that way. Let's go Taylor Fritz, who also has a... I
0: thought you were going to go oh. Sam Query. I was like, he's on uh, a pickleball court. <laughs> hey, I mean,
1: he is. <laughs> Sam, what happened? <laughs> um, what happened? We don't talk about pickleball on this What podcast. happened? Um, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, Taylor Fritz, who also has a decent role in the Breakpoint. Um, what are we calling it? I'm calling it a tennis docu series. So stay tuned for that, which I think... Again, I I am appreciating what Netflix has done because it actually adds a lot of personality to players that maybe we don't think. <laughs> sorry, sorry, yeah. Taylor. Sometimes Taylor's very cut and dry, and it's hard. Yeah, to, yeah. He said he
0: was in a knockout Tiafo in one match. I, <laughs> I think oh I might have been too if I almost got pants on oh national tournament. Oh man, television.
1: they were talking about that, the commentators. So this whole United Cup crew, like they really seemed to bond, which is fun. Uh, I guess they did like an escape room the other night together. Yeah. Um, but yeah. you The
0: American s- team.
1: The American team. Um,
0: even the Spanish team that they bonded with were. Rafa and Badoso are playing mix together uh-huh. or something like that? Or yeah. they were talking about being doubles partners? Yeah.
1: So, I am here for the United Cup. I hope they keep doing it. Yeah, it's cool. that was a fun to watch. Um, but Taylor Fritz, our California boy. He's in the new Man.
0: radical. New radical. 2023.
1: I think the cosmetics look great. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't the know if other people too. did. Yeah. It looks cool.
0: It looks really good on TV.
1: I really like that racket. What do you think?
0: Yeah, I like the pro a lot. Yeah. This is one of the first like... Radicals, I'd say, in a few generations, where I was like, "Oh yeah, this is like
1: it's solid."
0: It yeah, and, and it almost—I don't know if the beam changed much, but now when you hold it, it's almost looks like it's got that thin beam again. Okay, like the radicals from before mm-hmm. graphene before. Yeah, like it's, it's been almost a kinda, It's got a low it's flex. It's still a little more muted than I would say, like a UTEC IG like classics yeah. microgel. Yeah. Where those were like really all about feel, yeah. Um, maybe a little more muted, but also a little more power and spin. Yeah. So you get like, I think a good combination.
1: Yeah, I'm li- I'm liking it. I don't. Yeah, the and new, I the don't new know full setup is, or anything. But
0: really a good racket in my opinion.
1: Yeah. Um. What What does he string with?
0: I believe he used he was Hawk for the longest yeah. time, just like OG um, Head Hawk.
1: Yeah, I think he's on but the packaging might, too. I
0: think he might. Like a lot of the players nowadays, once hybrid. they get the money and they <laughs> figure it out, they like are doing the gut hybrid. So I think he's okay doing natural. So gut a little extra with,
1: feel for him, pocketing maybe.
0: He's got the natural gut hybrid. Marcos has the natural gut hybrid.
1: Well, it's also funny because Rublev, Rublev which we'll talk about him in a minute, because he's got a whole new thing, and Rublo. we can go from Rublo, yeah. Um, I think it's funny. Maybe it's more on the women's side, but I think they start talking about like their string setups, and then they're like, "Oh, do I need to try that?" And then no. they want to try it, and then I don't know, not. Yeah, I've seen. I've literally seen it happen where they're like, "Oh, I want to try natural gut," and then they try, and they're like, "No, maybe not." Yeah, but I wonder if the guys are like that too. Probably.
0: I think a lot of them once they they figure out like the tension, they're good. It's pretty nice, like yeah. it's the hybrid.
1: You might as well have that. I mean, that Rogers luxurious. used it forever. Novak, yeah. Murray, cream of the crop, Serena, yeah,
0: Nishikori. Like there's, there's so many. It
1: makes sense, um, and it can soften up a stiff frame a little bit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It plushes it out. Yeah, a lot. yeah. So, okay. um,
0: but there is a player, young American, that went the reverse and went back to full poly. Who? Corda.
1: Oh, I like that. Yeah. What's what's he using? So he was
0: like, I think he was mixing like. Alu or something last year with the gut. Uh-huh. And in the warm-up tournaments this year like the one he made to the final against Djokovic. Yeah. He's back to full Alu power, but I think he uses like a 125 and a 120 like two different gauges. Okay. So I think he's going for a little more spin and he also is in a black ra- a blacked out Wilson racket. Okay. And from what I saw, the the pattern's a little different. So it was, I think he was 1820, and I think he's trying 1819.
1: Interesting. So I think
0: he went like a little different pattern and different gauges of poly to try to maybe get more bite on the ball. Okay. Which the 1820 to 1819 thing is kind of funny because Novak did that like Uh, a while back. Like he was always 1820, and then he went to 1819. Interesting. So
1: maybe there's something to it. Yeah, seems to be And then there's like.
0: Grigor, who's like
1: 1817. Yeah. That's (laughs) crazy. Yeah. Um,
0: So we were on Fritz.
1: Fritz. What what shoes?
0: I'm pretty sure he's still stubborn and he's one of those still using the Vapor Vapor Pro Pro. Gen 1.
1: There's a lot. Okay. Let's do a quick like PSA on Nike shoes. (laughs) There's a lot of players that like I think stock up. And like have back backlogs, either that or
0: like they have somebody at or Nike. They have,
1: they have someone on like, call
0: because Grigor obviously is still <laughs> him and Belinda. They are like they must they be just like the 9.5. pretty the pretty little kids of Nike yeah. who get whatever they want because has had those black and white nine or nine fives forever. forever. Same with Grigor. Grigor gets like colors of them though. Yeah. So.
1: Well, I remember wasn't Grigor one of the first to do the Nike ID? Went the remember? Something. Remember back then? Yeah. Or yeah. maybe like
0: it goes way back. Maybe it goes, maybe back it goes to, like, way back. You know, maybe Maria. Maria. Maria's like, up. oh,
1: I'll let
0: you. In. I'll get you my end with Nike. Speaking
1: of, I have to bring this wants. up. Maria is in Breakpoint a lot. Yeah. I, I, just I don't saw know if you guys because f- I know you're not as far as me, yeah. but she she makes yeah. a lot of.
0: See, it, they needed Maria.
1: They should have, yeah. The queen. The queen. Um,
0: was she wearing Bala?
1: I, she was doing her lifestyle thing, oh, okay. which, and I know this is the ATP chat, but Maria and bedosa it's no secret, like Bedosa talks about how she was supposed to be like the next Maria Sharapova. They do look similar. So like, honestly. Different
0: games.
1: Totally different games, but like they were going back and forth a few times and I'm like, that's confusing. To people that aren't obsessed with tennis the way we are, I would have been confused. Because they both they have the same like facial eyes, hair. Well, but different accents. Different different voices. accents.
0: <laughs> Maria won Wimbledon when she was what, like nineteen? Oh, beat Serena. Hasn't
1: you know. done that yet. Yeah, sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> just but back to Nike shoes. Um we are seeing Some players are not transitioning into new shoes, and some players are really not transitioning (laughs) into new shoes. Like Sinner, who's wearing the Zoom Zeros still, and like we don't know where those are coming from.
0: Yeah.
1: And then um, Francis Tiafo is wearing the GP Turbo still, which, fun fact, those are available at tennis warehouse show up and at tennis only in Australia, but they are not open to the U S market. Or and the ones that they are
0: keeping a skew for yeah. throughout this year, they're women's uh-huh. women's size. Yeah. yeah women's, women's
1: sizing. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, they're not completely gone cause they were keeping them in line for Osaka. We'll see if that changes based on the fact that she's probably not playing in 2022 or whoa, 2023. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot what year it is. Um, but that's Nike. That also, it is worth noting, I think Nike's trying to get sinner into one of the new shoes. But at the end of the day, they the players really do pick what they like. and yeah. and you can't really tell them otherwise <laughs> they got him in the
0: shorts that are like those shorts, oh, got man. like a fifteen inch in team.
1: Should we talk about the Nike kit? Well, I mean, what are your thoughts? Like because the, the Tiafo, it's a lot,
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of colors, and it's like, pretty wild
1: yeah he can pull it off though
0: yeah and i just i don't know i'm of the liking or of the thinking that like nike makes these kits for these players right and they have them like set out way before and it's like you hear the commentators on tv and they're like man like that's pretty like risky for like try something like that and it's like you don't realize that like a lot of these guys that are sponsored girls that are sponsored they don't have a say. Like, they get kids.
1: Yeah, here's your but, stuff. like, Nike's like, you're rocking this
0: U.S. Open night, and you're rocking this U.S. Open day. Yeah. So it's like, you know...
1: Yeah, no, totally. Like, I, he can
0: pull it off and I I I think it's fine.
1: He can pull it off. But
0: um, yeah, some of these like it's like it's not the player that's like, no. oh, I'm gonna wear this because I think it's yeah. cool sometimes. I think it's like Nike's like, no, you're wearing this.
1: Yeah. And some of them do have like I think their sizes like on call. So they they get stuff fitted for them, but most of them don't. Yeah. And like it's always my biggest nightmare. Like, what if you got sent something that you felt so uncomfortable in? What do you do? Yeah. I don't know. SOS, but yeah. Um okay, well, let's talk more gear. Sorry, I'm all over the place. Um
0: big racket changes.
1: Yeah, let's go through the racket changes.
0: So one of the ones at the top of the list Tommy Paul. Yes. That was kind of like out of nowhere. I, I what mean, did I he switch to? He went from blade 1820 to V core, which we think is the 98. Racket-wise, it's a little thicker beam, I believe. So easier power. String pattern is more space, way more spin. Mm-hmm. Potential yeah. um, compared to a blade eighteen twenty, so yeah, definitely probably getting a boost in power and yeah. spin.
1: I feel like blades are so twenty twenty two. Let's see <laughs> what um, else.
0: But yeah, so he, he's with Vcore, um, same same uh, New Balance, and New Balance. We'll see what he does he with uh, well. with footwear because he's yeah. been in the law yeah. for a while. Yeah. Um, the other big racket one, another one that was kind of like big is uh, Brooksby.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So he's he's in a Dunlop. Okay. CX.
1: Yeah. Cosmetic. Okay.
0: But there are some conspiracies out there that, it's not, the a, that it's not a, a Dunlop. It's so not a,
1: yeah.
0: We'll see. Which he it was blade for the longest time. V7. He tried I think to Slinko. V8. He's been with Slinko String for a while. So I think Slinko was trying to get him in the whiteout. Yeah. Out.
1: yeah. Um, I'm curious about him, what his personality's like. He seems pretty fickle. I mean, most tennis players are, but he seems interesting Yeah, with his gear, at least. Yeah, yeah. And he um, wears the Uomo, right?
0: I, yeah, he was, and I'm pretty sure. I'm not sure if he is. I know. I, th- I believe he's still rocking the Wilson shoes or Wilson okay, yeah. Rush pros. Yeah. I believe he was still in that um, same apparel brand we were talking about with Vekic.
1: Yes, yeah.
0: Going into. But yeah, that one's kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, I like every time I see a... a you know, a top player or a big name, whatever, like going into Dunlop, I'm like, you and know, And those are the red stoked. ones,
1: CX, right? Yeah, the control yeah. line. So, more like, control, the, the racket feel. matches up yeah. the blade
0: to the CX, mm-hmm. similar Makes beam. sense,
1: yeah. And good for Dunlop um, for getting someone. And in the last
0: couple of years, they had Kek Manovich, mm-hmm. who's SX. Yeah. And then we were, I don't know if it was, we were talking earlier about Draper. Right. He's FX. Nice. Oh, another one, Dunlop, uh, big pickup. Uh, I think he's an Australian player, Poprin. Alexi yes.
1: Popperin? Yeah, he's like Russian-Australian, I think. Okay. Yeah.
0: But he's been in the uh, FX.
1: Okay. Was he always Dunlop? Wasn't he head?
0: He was. He was yeah. a prestige player.
1: Yeah, I remember that.
0: So he would play it in a couple of the warm-up tournaments and look pretty good so far with nice. the Dunlop. So hey, That's
1: cool. That's good. Dunlop can That's the thing. Dunlop makes great racket. So whatever, to get them into more players' hands would be great because they have good technology, good... Get everything, yeah. It's and I'm sure weird. they're
0: pro, they're pro stock or they're pro room, yeah. I'm
1: sure at it's... least
0: it was in the past when they had
1: back James in the Blake. day, Blake, Almagro, <laughs> oh, Berditch,
0: yeah. Haas. I was gonna say Tommy
1: Haas. Robredo, yeah. like they
0: they they know what they're doing, like yeah. they just need to get
1: get, get the in. right players at yeah. the right time, so yeah.
0: Hopefully, that that's something to look out for
1: for sure, yeah, for
0: sure. Nice, um, yeah, but those are two big racket switches. Um, we saw Rafa. Rafa. Early, early in 23 uh-huh. with a new, new racket.
1: New cosmetic. Look.
0: And I know he used it in a couple of warm-up tournaments. He or did. Was it United Cup? Yeah. But as of AO, he's back in the Pure Arrow Rafa from cosmetic. 2022. Yeah. So we'll see.
1: We'll see.
0: What happens there. <laughs> Definitely has some like pink pops like your shirt. In yeah,
1: your... that pink though. Yeah. It's fun.
0: So we'll see like what's up it. with the new. If there's something up with uh, cooking for the Babolat we'll Rockets. we'll see.
1: I'm excited to find out.
0: Yeah, what else is there?
1: Um, what else? Uh, Rublo, <laughs> Rub- oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, we think. God, well, again, we don't know. It's all allegedly. It's all hearsay. But is no longer wearing Nike and started. It seems like he started his own brand called Rublo. Yeah. Um, and you can check out the website. It's pretty. You know, for a young guy, it seems like he's trying to make some waves in things that he believes in, and I think that's cool. Personally, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and to not be endorsed by a big brand like Nike, it's is taking a big step on his own. So, yeah,
0: I haven't bracket wise still him. same with Gravity, and uh, he's in the Vapor Eleven shoes right yes. now. Yes,
1: and is he the one playing Dominic team tonight? Today, maybe. I think so. I think so. So that could be interesting. Um, what else? Who else?
0: Um, Korean player mm-hmm. Soonwoo Kwon. Okay, he actually just uh, took a tough loss in the first round, but uh, he was head radical. Okay, and he's kind of like an up and coming. Yeah, his right his rankings gradually. He had a good last year, um, but he was head radical for a while and um, just starting or like in the off season. And uh, warm-up tournaments, he's been in a blacked-out Yonex.
1: Oh, interesting. I don't know if he's
0: tried different Yonex molds or frames, Uh huh. but the last tournament, I just saw him and it looked like a thinner beam, maybe like a Vcore Pro. Okay. I don't know if it's like a Vcore Pro 100 or v Pro 97. Yeah, that's
1: cool. But interesting.
0: he took a loss in the first round. So maybe that's, I don't know if that's <laughs> so confidence. So maybe he won't
1: go into that racket. Yeah.
0: Um, another one that I heard some things about was Cressy. Yes, so, oh, yeah.
1: you Yeah, you were telling me about this.
0: Yeah, New Balance still for apparel. Mm-hmm. New Balance, looks. I think he still wears the lobs. Mm-hmm. But he's one of those guys that's been holding on to the Babylon Pure Arrow, the 2016 model. Yes. Um, But in the off-season, I had heard, because he'd been carrying around a technofiber bag.
1: Right.
0: And he's an American, but French. But French, yeah. So I was like, oh, and then I heard technofiber, something about technofiber. So I was like, oh, that would be like a cool. That would be cool. Come out for technofiber. Um, I think it would, yeah. But. In the matches and in the warm-ups and the practices, he's still using his old, old babolat, but he's carrying them in Technofiber bags.
1: Well, we know how those pure Arrow players are. <laughs> yeah.
0: so There's like
1: a trust. I, they just can't like go of.
0: It'd be cool if they can get him into like a T-fight right? or maybe even like TFX, something.
1: That's an interesting thought, too. We just were talking about how Dunlop doesn't really have a whole ton of pro endorsement but neither does tech fiber. You I mean they have some of the biggest. Yeah. But not a lot, right? Not a
0: huge range.
1: Yeah. There's like I can think of five less than five players. Am I wrong?
0: Um yeah, so well, I mean the big ones obviously Medvedev, Iga and then, the Mertens. Mer- so that okay. was a good come up for them.
1: Um what's her name?
0: Um not Kazakina? Pay- Kazakina. She's with the Tango brand now. Oh,
1: just kidding. But <laughs> but those
0: was it. Iga Medvedev Mertens. Um, oh, and Chris Eubanks. Eubanks. Okay. Um The guy we've done video with, Arthur Rindernish, the yes. French guy. <laughs> He's a TF40 guy. I can't um, pronounce his
1: name. Maybe that's why I forgot about him.
0: I saw a WTA girl. I think uh, I forget what country she's from. She's in a T rebound. There's a there's a few random ones out yeah, there. Yeah, it's kind yeah. of
1: shocking because they do make such great rackets. Yeah, and it's surprising. you know, I think people just don't think of them, and maybe because they are more French based. Yeah. I don't know. And hope,
0: maybe they'll pick up a couple more because yeah. like Shardy was with them, but he's yeah. kind of on his way out.
1: Yeah.
0: And uh, Milman's still around. Oh yeah, Milman. He yeah. won
1: his first round. I did yeah. see that. So okay, okay. Who else? What else? I have a few more names that if we want to. Go over Berrettini. We can just talk about what's he is he wearing the EA seven? No, am I completely he's, uh, wrong? Oh, he's Hugo, Hugo, Hugo Boss. Boss, yeah, yeah. And we talked about that with the women starting to see these like kind of brands that aren't necessarily tennis authentic brands coming into the tennis world, and then they're wearing what? What shoes is he wearing? Lotto. I
0: think he's still in the Gel Res. Gel
1: Res. Just kidding.
0: <laughs> he <laughs> that, was when he was Lotto.
1: Did everyone that was wearing the eight switch to the nine? Have you noticed?
0: Ooh, I saw Iga did yeah. the other day. I wanna say Berrettini's on the nine. Yeah. I'm not sure which other ones. Just cause like Damon Hour is still in the speed. Yeah. Chorich, Chorich, I think, is still in the Court ff two.
1: I'm not sure. I will say Djokovic will be wearing the Court ff three. Mm-hmm.
0: The tuna blue one? He had it on the other day. <laughs>
1: There's been some slight updates, but from what I have heard, and I have not worn it yet, but they literally updated the shoe for Djokovic, it seems. But and we've got some cool stuff coming um, on the YouTube channel, <laughs> on Donizlora's YouTube. Uh, That will show more in depth of how they've updated it. But it sounded like they like studied his movement even further. Like I think they started the shoe that way, obviously, but then like got him in the lab and like he needed to be even more flexible. And like, so there's been some interesting feedback so far, but (laughs) sounds like. It's like built for Novak, which I don't really move as well as him or as yeah, fluid. But yeah. <laughs> from from just trying on the new gel Res nine, I'm stoked on that update. I don't know about you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that
0: feel, they, they feel good so far. Just trying them on.
1: Yeah. Just trying them on. We're um, playtesting a lot of shoes right now.
0: i trying to think anything else ASICs. But yeah. Yeah. Um, Who else? Holgerun?
1: Any updates on him? I just like saying his name. He
0: is, I believe, rocking the Vapor Pro 2. Nice. He's one of the ones... Youngster, so I don't think he has too much attachment to yeah. the older model. Um, but he's also another guy that's in the Arrow 98.
1: Oh, I didn't know that. That's cool.
0: Him, Alcaraz. FA? NFA. Yeah. yeah. Um,
1: Which there's, or I'm going to bring up my little Easter egg. Um, in, if you're watching Breakpoint, the difference between knowing if you're like a true tennis nerd, geek, whatever. They show FAA at the French Open, and they talk about, like, how tough it is being on tour and his sister's there and everything. And he doesn't, you know, get a lot of time with friends, family, all that. And then all of a sudden, they show all these people there surprising him for his 21st birthday. But I don't know if you know when his birthday is. So I only know when his birthday is because he shares a birthday with Roger. Oh, okay. And so if you're at the French Open, you know what time of the year it is. And I know that Roger's birthday is not at the French Open. <laughs> oh. So I was like a little like, hey, this is not during the French Open that they surprised him for his birthday. Unless they did something completely different like, hey, you're turning what date is
0: What day is their birthday?
1: Um, I'm 90% sure it's in August.
0: Oh, okay. Right? Wait, well, and then there was the times. When, August like, 8th. Was there the when were the years where they like completely changed the schedule because oh. of covid though? That wasn't that was supposed to be last year? No. That, that was, was
1: 2021. one. Twenty one, huh? And FAA, if I'm not mispa- mistaken, his his birthday is also August 8th. Gotcha. I think. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. and that's yep. That's that's the crazy. That's where I go. <laughs> so that's my little Easter egg with oh. FAA and that uh the the actual editing process. I'm like, that wasn't, if it's his birthday, he's not at the French open. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that yeah, has yeah. nothing to do I with it. I was year. just, yeah, cause <laughs> I just
0: remember like the schedule change. I was like, Oh no.
1: But they did do the schedule change, but it wasn't last year. Last year. Huh? Yeah. So anyways, and if anyone else caught that, let me know. Yeah. <laughs> um, what shoes are, speaking of FAA, what shoes is he wearing?
0: Uh, he's seems like he's settled into barricades pretty yeah.
1: well. Yeah. There's now at least some solid barricade wearers. Yeah. Some Uber wearers.
0: Yeah, because when the Uber came out, Uber 4 came out, it was like, oh, these players are going to use this. And mm-hmm. then other than Sasha, it didn't really seem like they were using the Uber very much. And then a lot of them stuck with that, like, pro stock shoe, that yeah. sole court boost.
1: Yeah, boost. boost. That's a, which is
0: actually a Bounce, which I think Team still uses that.
1: Okay. People
0: love but that But like, uh, yeah, C.C. Paz was still using it. and Felix. Yeah. and Verdasco.
1: A lot of club players, too, are married to that one.
0: But a lot of the Adidas pros now seem to have settled into the barricade. Um,
1: I'm curious about the Cybersonic. I really yeah. want to see that on more pros' feet.
0: I would think so. Yeah. Yeah, because so they we'll feel see. pretty good.
1: Yeah, they feel amazing.
0: Yeah, so for the Adidas players, um, speaking of shoes, back to the Roger on the Roger, Monfis mm-hmm. has been oh, testing yeah. it out. Yeah. yeah. And when he went to Artango, he was still rocking gel res shoes throughout the year. He was. ASICs, yeah. yeah. And then it looks like in, I don't know, if he's practicing or wherever indoors or he's been trying out the on. Yeah, Roger do we shoe. know
1: when he's coming, if he's coming back? I don't know. I know. Yeah, there's a lot of chatter lately about players having kids and yeah. going off like off tour for you know paternity maternity leave. And I guess they were talking yesterday. You probably heard this, but two women have successfully come back after having a kid and won grand slams. It was Kim Clijsters, and I think as a was it as a ranker? It wasn't Serena. Um And it's so interesting because now with Naomi announcing that she's pregnant and she's having a baby and even Ash Barty having a baby. And um you, you just wonder if that even – I don't know. I'm not a mom. But I could imagine your whole world kind of shifts upside down and like maybe that's not even part of it anymore. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so I also wonder with – I don't know. On the men's side, it's cool to see – Momfy's with his baby and like you know they're they're a cute little family. So, but at the end of the day, he's probably trying to get back. Yeah, but is his wife, is Fidelina, going to make it back? I don't know. I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> these are the com- these are the thoughts I have.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's hard to say because like on the men's side, you know, it's like you have people like Roger who's had his kids yeah for a long time now and made the tour work.
1: Yeah, and he always said that like if. Mirka ever said this isn't working like he was like cool we're done but now Rafa Rafa has a kid has he like I guess I haven't even thought about that because he just recently became a father Djokovic is a father like I guess they're all doing it very successfully there's a lot of fathers the thing is like
0: someone like Roger I see you know with like two sets of twins he's had a lot of um luxuries and like certain things in his life where he can make that kind of lifestyle really work for him for sure traveling nannies yeah whole family just traveling with him and staying in these certain you know he he knows that too he talks about that like yeah he's talked about like having that sort of lifestyle so
1: and then yeah just also piggybacking on something we both listened to a podcast on one of the tennis podcasts um they were talking about how these athletes are now like more than tennis players, and like Roger kind of not just Roger, but like these players before kind of did all of this to now make tennis this bigger thing. so you are it's okay to be like all of these things, oh, yeah, and they're being celebrated, which is great,
0: yeah, and even Novak with his uh was it two kids? yeah, that's yeah. crazy.
1: Yeah, so I don't know. It's fun to, I guess, because we're growing up, so it's fun to watch the players grow up and then.
0: Okay, yeah, so last couple for um, some of the brands. Um, we were talking about Baratini and Boss. Yes. Um, the Emporio Armani brand yeah. they've had. Um, EA7, is that
1: what it is? Yeah,
0: okay. Fognini, and then you brought it up the other day with uh Matova. Yes. And she actually wears their shoes. Yeah, Or that's whatever crazy. shoe that they're making. I know, Fognini's been in their brand, but he's been wearing um, K Swiss or before that Asics. Yeah, but a couple players that switched over to them recently: um, Bublik,
1: Bublik. Okay, yeah,
0: so he's in their brand. Seven. I'm nice. not sure what shoes, maybe Asics okay. still. And then another one that surprised me was Senego. Uh, Okay. Which he was Mizuno head to toe. Yes. And he's still rocking like the Wave Exceed okay. shoes, okay. Okay. but he's actually in their Emporio Armani
1: wow. clothing. Interesting. So. Yeah. I, yeah, I remember asking you the other day, what the heck is this brand? Yeah. It looks cool, but it also, I keep thinking it's a gaming. <laughs> oh, like EA Sports. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I
0: don't know what the seven stands for. I just know that they e, it's like their sporting line.
1: Right, okay. So I want
0: to say even Burditch was with them at one point oh, before he left. You're right. Yeah. He was H&M, but I want to say yeah. he was even with them. Oh,
1: speaking of, what is H&M doing now that they, like Roger's gone and um corey has gone? Did he officially retire? No.
0: Oh, you're talking about Uniqlo?
1: Oh, Uniqlo, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, definitely all over the place. Yeah. Is is Uniq- Uniqlo doesn't have anyone? Ooh. Or H&M. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but yeah, pretty much Roger and Nishikori were the main, the main stage for Uniqlo. And I,
1: it seems like they're still making little Roger things here and there, but
0: yeah, yeah, like I saw they came out with some new colors of the Roger stuff. It's like
1: it just makes us nostalgic for Roger. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: But yeah, it'd be nice to see Nishikori back, hopefully, one day.
1: Um, who else? Anyone else? Uh, who's the guy that's wearing Penguin?
0: Oh, um, Mackie.
1: Mackie. He was
0: Fila head to toe yeah. for a while. And, and he's
1: still wearing Fila shoes, I think.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But he um, is now rocking the Penguin brand with Isla on the women's side. Mm-hmm. And then I think Dan Evans is still doing it on the men's. Okay. Yeah.
1: yeah. I'm, I'm here for this like weird crossover of like lifestyle meets tennis. Right. Something different at least, I think.
0: Anything in your, yeah.
1: I did see today that Medvedev now has oh. his name on Lacoste or his own logo and his name. And then he has the new racket, right? Yeah.
0: So, but you were saying as far as uh, on his apparel or whatever, he yeah. has like his own brand logo. logo? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that.
1: Yeah. I just saw it this morning. In on the label, it says Medvedev. And I think, yeah, he has a logo. So that's cool.
0: Yeah he's still Lacoste with the Lacoste shoes. Mm-hmm. He's got the new T-Fight ISO. Yes. Racket yes, from the yes, previous yes. RS line. Um, and then also one thing that was visibly different about his setup is that for a while he was T-Fight racket with the white Razor code string. And now right. he's onto a dark string. Oh. Yeah. It's like a darker color. So they don't know if it's like just a dark color of the razor code, like the carbon color that they've had. Interesting. Or there are rumors that um, Technofiber might be coming out with a new poly.
1: Oh, cool. So. I mean, they make great strings, so that would be fun Yeah. to see. Yeah, there, there's that's his logo. That's kind of cool. Oh, yeah. It's simple. He kind of jokes that he's basically French, so right. <laughs> his whole team's French. And the brands. He, his, all his brands are French. I think he lives in France, <laughs> so kind of cool. And you know, it's very clean for I know some people are um turned off by Djokovic's logo. And I think this is a very like clean logo that wouldn't be offensive. You barely even see it on the shirt yeah. down there. So that's cool. Um yeah, I think that's everyone. I'm sure we missed someone, but we're we or I apologize for the scatteredness, but we're just getting back to the podcast vibes for twenty twenty-three. Yeah. Um it's we're gonna have a great year and Hopefully lots of fun, different things for the podcast too. Um, But yeah, I think that's it, right?
0: Yeah. So look forward to things that come this year. Yeah.
1: Stay tuned for more stuff from us. We're going to try to get more playtesters in more podcasts and give like first impressions and deep dives into products and gear and all that good stuff. And maybe even just some opinions on things and because why not?
0: Is Michelle finally going to switch rackets this year? I don't know. Uh,
1: I don't know. It's so funny because even when I talk about a racket alike, I'm very particular to say like top five. Yeah. I did say I put the radical in the top five, but I'm not sure if it would go above four. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll Michelle see. would
0: be one of those like pro stock players that if you had access, you'd to have the same racket for 20 years just new Always. colors yeah new or colors a new for sure. color.
1: yeah um, <laughs> we can say too I don't I've seen some of the new pro staffs out there
0: oh yeah yeah that yeah, looks that's,
1: what do you think of cosmetic that's
0: out and about that that new brown racket do you like it or
1: no um it looks pretty
0: cool like I guess on TV it's, it's something different yeah it's not something that like, like I think like we talked about earlier like it's not something that just screams pro staff right away yeah
1: it's interesting. And
0: I think some people may, from a distance, get confused with the greenish blade, blade yeah. and the brownish Pro Staff now. Yeah. But yeah, I think it looks cool on TV with the glossy paint job. We're seeing yeah. like Kvinova, Dan Evans.
1: Yeah. They finally got appeal.
0: Batista Agut to actually use a new cosmetic. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> from the old Counterville Aww. from like five years yeah. ago. So
1: Yeah. So... Stay tuned. We'll we'll be reviewing. We're right now the pod, the pod the playtest schedule is he- heavy 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 heavy. Lots of we're like reviewing so many things from shoes to strings to rackets and um, that's the way we like it. It gets a little slow for a minute and then whew, we're hitting the ground running. So cool. Well, that's all we've got for you guys and feel free to reach out if you have any comments suggestions or just want to banter with us um, and we'll see you next time happy hitting! thanks thanks so much for listening make sure to rate and review this podcast wherever you download your episodes and be sure to visit our websites for all of the tennis deals at tenniswarehouse.com Europe.com, and tennisonly.com.au hope you enjoyed this episode and until next time happy hitting!